Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're unfamiliar with Serena Kerrigan, you are most certainly living under a rock. She is the internet's queen of confidence. And after leaving Refinery29, went on to host her own first ever reality dating show on Instagram Live. Like this was Instagram's first ever reality dating show, um, which she hosted during the pandemic. And then went on to create a multi-million dollar business that ultimately stemmed from the show. I am so fucking excited to do it for the plot with Serena Kerrigan in this case study. Serena is somebody that I found uh, in 2020, shortly before she left Refinery29 to ultimately begin um, building her Let's Fucking Date empire. And I remember I was interviewed on a podcast by a fellow influencer, Carly Polkosnik, who's a really good friend of mine. And she was like, are there any content creators that this was in 2020? Okay. And that she was like, are there any content creators that we need to be looking out for? And I was like, Serena Kerrigan. That's, that's the content creator you need to be looking out for. And, um, it's just so cool to like two years later to see that she has truly blossomed in terms of like creative genius, but also in terms of her business and products and all these different things. She's definitely been a big inspiration of mine, but not to the point where I feel like I can't be like her. Um, she feels like, like when I first came across her, I felt like I rediscovered a friend who is now an influencer. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, where have you been, girl? Like, that's how I felt, you know, like as if I already knew her. And I think that's a huge, huge part of how she presents herself on the Internet, which is really dope. But, um, yeah, to understand, you know, what makes Serena so influential and successful and what lessons you can pull from her and learn from her. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of her upbringing and her earlier years, but also dive into kind of how she is that she formed this this brand of being the queen of confidence and how truly strategic it was. That's the other thing, like I said, that a lot of creators don't do. The 99% do not do this. And it's because you think that you are your niche. And to a certain extent, that may be, but you have to establish some sort of expertise and credibility and be known as the person who does this, okay? Um, because that's how people are going to talk about you. That's how they're going to bring you up in conversation. That's how they're going to share your profile on in the DMs. And then the next message that they type is going to be like, yeah, this is the guy that does the thing. This is uh, Kate. Like, she's the queen of branding. This is Serena. She's the queen of confidence. Like, that's how they're going to describe you and you want you want that because that's that creates that recognition in people's minds. Serena Kerrigan is really great at doing that. Um, she has 
definitely shaped her own brand and is smart about the way that she shapes public perception. So we're going to talk about her. I'm really excited um, to dive into this a little bit more. So like I said, to understand what makes her so influential and so successful, we're going to take it back to um, her senior year of high school. Okay. Um, we talk a lot about on this podcast, how your childhood or kind of your earlier teen years or your upbringing, um, really contributes to your identity and who you become, um, as a person where like what career you have, how you build your personal brand, all of those things influence that. So Serena actually wanted to build up her confidence and she changed her middle name to fucking like that is literally her legal middle name, which is so iconic. And this is what started the Serena fucking Kerrigan era. Um, her goal was to be the voice of our generation and encourage people to be confident in themselves, be themselves, be happy with who they already are. Um, in terms of the creativity that she has when I first um came across her I was like oh okay she works at refinery 29 she's in the production department yeah interesting makes a lot of sense that started to make even more sense when I saw the level of production with which she created her ads for brands and I highly recommend you scrolling through her Instagram page because this 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 is like next level shit this is the kind of stuff that you pay an agency to do okay and by the way she kind of already has one <laughs> like she has a creative director she has assistants she has a director a producer she's kind of also in that space of of being the DP as well um, a lot of creators don't hire those team members to create concepts for ads there's nothing wrong with that it just like it adds a, an extra layer of investment for brands as to like why they should come to you and trust you with creative direction and production as opposed to like somebody else you know so um that also stems from her upbringing both her mom and her dad um, her mom, Lily Neumeyer, and her father, Lodge Kerrigan, they are both also very strong creatives um, in TV, in film, production, um, screenwriting. So they're very, very strong in that capacity. And that has been a huge influence on Serena as well, um, because those are skills that she also possesses. She has a live show that um, she did last year or in 2021. No, I think it was 2022. Um, she's also bringing it back again for her birthday and doing another live show series. Again, that takes a, a whole next level, um, set of skill sets for production and putting something together like that. And of course, writing it and delivering it. So there's a lot of creative genius that Serena possesses that, um, elevates her from like influencer to more so like I don't even know what you would call this type of person. That's I. That's why I put her in like personal brand category. Like this is not just your average influencer. This is somebody who knows how to deliver something beyond that and really has a strategy for how they're building a career. Um, in terms of, you know, legally changing her name to fucking. So Serena, this is the other thing that's been very interesting to me because a lot of people don't do this until they achieve like a very, very, very large amount of notoriety. Like for example, Paris Hilton. Um, so Serena has actually revealed that this is a character. Serena fucking Kerrigan and Serena Kerrigan 
are kind of different. Um, they, it, they're both parts of her. There's just a certain level of, you know, kind of a, a boundary that SFK has that protects Serena Kerrigan. So she stated that she's a little bit more sensitive as like Serena, like she, who she is a little bit more chill as a person. Um, SFK is her like Sasha Fierce for lack of a better comparison. And that person that she embodies and steps into, she wants to feel more confident and really be that bitch. And actually I have a quote in here from her that I pulled from her stories. So you can hear her saying this herself. One second. Hi everyone. I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the like love that I received today and so much support. And I've always put up this like front and character on the internet because I'm very sensitive and being vulnerable and like it freaks me out when I'm just way too sensitive sometimes for the internet. So yeah, she literally admitted like this is a character. Again, this is very rare to do, especially earlier on in your career. Um, because I think people think, oh, like what if I say like I have a persona or I like put on this character to help me feel more confident and to like help me be the person I want to be, that that's going to seem weak or that's going to seem like I'm, you know, lying or something. And I think Serena has a very strong level of self-awareness that she's not afraid what people think that, you know, she admits to doing something that all of us do on a regular basis. We also maybe like push certain qualities of ourselves forward to help us feel more confident and help us really embody the person that we want to be. And so all she's doing is really admitting that that's a natural part of human behavior. So I really respected that she actually said that from the get go. Um, but yeah, in 2020, Serena left her production job at Refinery29, like I said, said earlier, to continue building her empire as the queen of confidence. And during the pandemic, she, along with the rest of us, right, felt really alone. So she started uh, Instagram Live's first ever dating reality show called Let's Fucking Date. It came from her feeling, you know, like it's really hard to connect with people now. We're in lockdown. I was in New York during this time, so I totally get it. Like it was it was really hard to to have a social life in in real life as opposed to like on the internet. And um let alone like date and connect with people in a romantic sense. And so that was very heavy for her as well and ultimately where Let's Fucking Date was born. So then after her first successful season she had brands like absolute hint bumble all of them wanted to invest to sponsor the show which is fucking incredible and then all future seasons of the show were actually sponsored by brands who wanted to be a part of the experience she ended up doing actually several teasers and ads in between seasons with the brands that ended up also sponsoring the show um so i think that was a smart strategy as well in terms of relationship building um not just having those brands participate in the show, but also creating content for them in between seasons. And then the end of the show, the thousands of people that were watching her date, all of these guys wanted more. So then the let's fucking date card games were born and that extended into, you know, the first one being let's fucking date, which I own as well as let's fucking fuck, which I also own. I know I need to get let's fucking play. Sorry, Serena. I know. Um, uh, which is their third pack, by the way. And it ended up building into her 
um, now multi-million dollar business, which then evolved into, you know, merch. And um, she had a sweatshirt that was actually on um, the Julia Hart's show, which I cannot remember the name of right now, but, um, they had a really smart marketing strategy also for let's fucking date, by the way, just in general, the show was really great. They did like a fantasy football thing at one point, um, as well as for the card games, they would like Photoshop, um, either like the t-shirt design or the card games into like celebrity paparazzi pictures. Um, she would also attend influencer events, you know, post, uh, lockdown and in more into like the post pandemic um, time frame when she would start attending influencer events again, she would actually bring copies of her card game and like hand them out to either celebrities or influencers. I know she did that for the 818 event with Kendall Jenner um, and would also, yeah, the, the Photoshopping card games and, and t-shirts and merch onto celebrity paparazzi pictures was fucking brilliant. A couple of them I was like, wait, what? Is that Megan Fox playing Let's Fucking Date? But then I like zoomed in a little bit and I was like, oh, <laughs> duped. Um, but yeah, it was just very, very smart. Like she has a smart creative team. She's also admitted on several occasions, like, you know, she's not afraid to own to the fact that like she's delegating a lot of this work. Like she's playing the role of the CEO, the face of the brand. And she has been able to find and source talent and manage them to create, you know, the realization of her vision, which is also a really, really hard thing to do. Um, especially when you are, you are dealing with your own personal brand growing and like a bunch of other things, being able to step into the role of like, I'm a really great creative, but I, in order for this to happen, I need to delegate parts of this to other people. So it's awesome. I definitely recommend scrolling through Let's Fucking Date as well as Serena's accounts just to see like her creativity. Um, if you're looking for a really strong campaign that they did, it was for Let's Fucking Play. They actually used OnlyFans to launch it. And she didn't post anything that was like not safe for work. Um, it was uh, actually the, like that's how the card game was released was on OnlyFans. So people subscribed to the OnlyFans and then they got notified of the release of the card game. Fucking brilliant. Anyways, I could go on and on about her creative genius, but I just I, I really love her eye and perspective. So um. What is it that you can learn from Serena? Just kind of in in a summary. Um, The first thing I would say is, you know, think about who you needed when you were younger. For Serena, it was somebody that was a little bit more confident, um, you know, that bitch, really. And so instead of waiting for that person to come around, she became that person. So that's what I would say is, you know, be that person that you needed when you were younger, be that person for somebody else. Use your influence to build a community around the things that you actually care about, the things that you actually see value in. Like we talk a lot about on on this podcast, what a personal brand really is. And it's a combination, you know, of what it is that you stand for, what your values are, what you want to help people with, and and really who that person is that you're looking to help. And a lot of the times that's somebody that you needed at one point. Um, and so having strong things that you believe in, like for Serena, you know, inspiring confidence in people, especially women who tend to make themselves feel smaller. And, you know, we humble ourselves and we're told that we're supposed to act a certain way or be soft and be this way and be that way and not too much and not too this and not too that. And it's nice to see that Serena just encourages, you know, her community to just like be yourself, be whoever the fuck you want to be, like 
life is way too short to be anything else, you know? And of course, Serena would say herself that her main advice probably would be to do it for the plot. Like say yes a little bit more and, and chase some of those adventures because at the end of the day, like all you're going to have left is, is memories, you know, and being able to create a, a life that you're really happy with is also going to help you enjoy building your personal brand or your business or um, a product or your startup, whatever it is that you want to do, um, you know, enjoying, enjoying your life and really living it up is going to help with that. Um, so also, you know, the other thing I would say, and this is something I mentioned earlier, is use your strengths to your advantage. Create opportunities out of that. For Serena, that is her creativity and her vision. And she was able to get brands to invest into that. Like beyond just her influence, but also in the production, delegating the production of something to an influencer is something that a lot of brands and agencies do not trust creators with. Um, so being able to be like, no, I can make this ad for you. I can make this campaign for you. Uh, like she did for studs. She collaborated with studs on an earrings collection um, and executed the campaign for them. It wasn't studs bringing Serena as the face of the collection. It was studs bringing Serena in as the face of the collection, but she fucking produced the creative that went with the collection. She also contributed to like designing things. There are certain Easter eggs that were hidden on pieces of jewelry, um, like do it for the plot and, you know, the word fuck and certain things that um, are a strong part of her brand and how people see her and recognize her. It's, it's, uh, really, really important. Um, I will personally say that when I have spoken about her on social media, um, whether it's featuring her in like a video or tagging her in stories or uploading a TikTok case study about her, um, she has a super engaged community that those videos always do really, really well. Um, and she's also so engaged in terms of like supporting people that support her. So every single time I have tagged her in stories, she's always reshared and tons of people from her community come on over to my page and, you know, watch that video of her and, and engage with it and tell, say how much they love her, things that they love about her. So that's really cool to see that she has truly cultivated such a strong community of women that needed that voice, um, that she happens to have. So, Unlock that superpower within yourself, like figure out what it is that you can help people with um, and map out like I am sure Serena did map out your vision, like create some sort of organizational chart for yourself and what you want to do. Place all of the write all of those things down, place them in some sort of chart. Like these are all the things I want to accomplish as a personal brand or as a creator. And you will also find some sort of tie between all of them, that common denominator that unites them. You know, going from somebody who was raised by two parents who are in film, TV production, getting then a production job, which by the way, she graduated from Duke, which is only like eight miles from UNC, which is where I graduated from hilarious um <laughs> getting a production job at refinery 29 you know building her influence there interviewing people starring in like you know content and being on talk shows and all of that stuff she started building her personal brand there and then going into you know 
let's fucking date and creating the card games and creating merch and the way that it's being marketed. It all makes sense. All of it makes sense. Um, the opportunities that she has selected for herself, uh, whether it's being on like Siesta Key or even the red carpets that she went on specifically or the brands that she has specifically worked on, it was all very selective. Um, and that's because she's very clear on who she is and how she wants to help people, what people need her help with, how she's being perceived. And so she aligns with opportunities that are able to be on brand for her, but also help her get towards that next goal that she is working towards. So there's a lot to learn from Serena. I can, there's so much more I could geek out for forever. Um, but I wanted to keep this short and sweet and encourage you to check out her social media platforms as well as browse around let's fucking date.com. I'll link everything about her, um, in the show notes so you can check that out, but definitely somebody that I would recommend researching on your own. If you're looking to build a really strong personal brand presence and using your strengths that you have, whether it's your creativity or your fashion sense or your taste in something to your advantage and also being able to hire people that you can use as assets to help you build that personal brand, whether it be a creative director or an agent or somebody that you select because you trust that they are going to help you succeed and they align with your vision as well. So hopefully you enjoyed this. Serena, if you're listening, I hope you liked it as well. Um, I'm trying to get Serena on the show. So Hopefully she will be one of our guests this year and we can hear a little bit more from her on um, how it is that she built her personal brand and what she recommends other people to do as well. But until then, check her out and I hope that you get inspired. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.